us. Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! It was then that we found out that what we thought was faith before was not faith. It was then that we found out, in case you are in doubt what the writer should do of you meant by faith, he now gave us examples of men that actually laid hold of that instrument and lived by it. And when, when he finished, we didn't see car. When he finished, we didn't see house. When he finished, there, there was not one thing that was mundane. These men had the capacity to lay hold on things that were eternal. Follow me. Follow me because there, there is something that was at work in them. There was something that was at work in them. Let me show you something before I go to what I have. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Say by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. What is a work in the hand in the heart of a man that will make him deny the right to worship to Egypt? And it was in those days that Egypt was the ruling and um, um, the ruling throne of the whole territory. It so happens that the earth was administrated by the throne that was at Egypt. So it so happened that. Moses was supposed to be the heir. But something happened. He encountered something. He touched something. And then when he touched it, he decided that whatever it be that can be accorded to me, according to the flesh, the natural, the mundane, I forsake it. Meanwhile, you need to know what he meant. What he means is that, for example, he is supposed to be if the American government operates a, a monarch, he is supposed to be the next to ascend the throne. He said, No, I prefer to suffer. What did this man say? He said, What? I prefer to suffer. Rather than to be the American president, you, you will speak in tongues and say, That's where God is. That's where we preach the gospel more. He spoke in tongues and looked for Jesus. He looked for Jesus on the throne of Egypt, he didn't see it. He started looking for where Jesus is. He saw happen that Jesus was in the woods. And Jesus was where his brethren was. And there was suffering in their midst. Ah, he decided it's better. than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he pursued Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured. And see him who is what? How are you with me? People are seeing this. Moses is busy seeing him and things that are invisible. By what instrument? You know why I'm telling you this? You will not understand how much 
what I'm about to pass across to you is important. Or until you see what men are seeing. Until you see what Gideon saw. Somebody appeared to him and said, That mighty man of power. He looked at himself and he said, First of all, I am young. Number two, my family is the least in the tribe of Israel. And inside my family, I'm the youngest. So I'm sure you will not take into account the person you are calling this name. There are many people you could have called. There are many people you could have attested giving that accreditation. Eh? If it is somebody like the man that came when Samuel carried oil and entered the house of Samuel. No, Samuel carried oil and entered the house of Jesus. And men were coming out. The first one came out and he showed that was like this Kemorasusan. And he said, Behold, the Lord's anointed. For the first time, Samuel made a mistake. For the first time. Someone doesn't make me say, but for the first time, he was carried away with the fitting, physical fitting of the man that appeared before him. He looked at him with the focus songs and the dressing. He is already ecclesiastical in his dressing. Like that clothes he used to wear. Like the way Jerry is dressed. He is already ecclesiastical. And with the began to give him accreditation. Even the man of God was moved. Sometimes men of God are moved that way. They will look at the people and, and then they will give you. They say, maybe it's no, it's not like that. There is David somewhere. In fact, David is a king. He was not he was not counted among them that ranked. It was there that God was revealing to him the secrets of the days to come. And he was doubting it. But in that book, that is a good place for your 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 encounters to be forced into convictions. When you appear, you tell them God told me they will look at you and say, they know this one day. They won't know what to pass through. Until the day came, he told them, he bear with his hands. What we make a man bear with his hands is the spirit of mind that is at work. Meanwhile, there were convictions that was furnished in his heart that made him attempt that. You can't attempt it. Are you with me? Exception encounters are forced into convictions. Then when you come and you see a lion the bear, it is him as if it's small. You know who? Paul said, I know whom I am now persuaded. There is a persuasion that comes from that kind of faith and belief that makes a man bear things that are impossible. You look at it by the natural, then there is no singular advantage from the natural. Yet he believed. He said, I know whom my faith came from a person. It's as a result of an encounter with a person that some things were furnished in my heart. And I stay long in the woods. And I proved that thing. When I came out, men still thought I was the least in the family. They didn't know that the giving that is a war and the convictions he has brought in me and the spirit that he has kept upon my life is such that it can make it possible become possible. You need to hear their testimony here. The things that began to manifest out of their life as a result of those encounters, the convictions that were furnished in their heart. It was tremendous. Even some of us that grade ourselves aside has not even touched the embers. That's why when we come before God, we need to be humble. If there is nothing you can come before God to interact with, that, that the principal thing is humility and meekness. The scripture said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Then he will You will never be able to achieve anything except you humble. 
In fact, it doesn't matter if you know this verse in the scripture. Anytime the scripture is brought afresh, something you know, you, the scripture even spoke concerning the matter. He said, Come with meekness to the engrafted world that is able to what? Build you up. This, this scripture has a will of its own. That is why you cannot actually be built up in a Bible school. Except as you are in that Bible school, you, we are humble enough to understand that the teachers has no key to bringing you to the experience of the text. That there is a real teacher, the Holy Ghost. It is when your teacher is teaching and the Holy Ghost teaches you thereby that you are being taught. So you, you can know one half and become a doctor of this scripture. Doctors of law according to the scripture. But they were not as they are searching the scripture. They didn't know that the one they are searching was the one that appeared and they killed him. This one, he has the will of his soul, and he begins to open to men that come with meekness, admitting that their life and sustenance lies therein, and they will stay there until the chapters begin to open to them. That is where they receive the resources to run their life from. Follow me now. Follow me because the convictions that come into your heart will determine how far you are willing to labor on the resources that it takes to prosecute your destiny. These are men that saw things and they looked at their physical capacity. They now found out that they are not able. They have to stay at party until they are clothed with might. Might is that which consumes the weakness of your humanity. It makes the mortality seem as if it's a light thing to bear. It's might. And God specializes in working in that way. That is why the scripture testified in a certain place. He said that he has taken the mighty piece of He has made it foolish. And he has taken the scripture said that the wise men of the earth, the prudent, they were not able to enter into these matters that we talk about. God decided to raise men. Just if you are willing to yield to him, he will raise you a nice man. This is the testimony of mighty men. I'm telling you how mighty men are forced. How strength is being forced inside of them. How straight is being they are molded that the very life that they live became a testimony of the work that we should have upon the face of the earth. Men, men like Maria Woodwater. Men like Maria Woodwater. That woman married two husbands with 12 children or 13 children. But the Holy Ghost worked with her so much. She was such a principality that one of the challenges that Alexander we began to have in his ministry was when he castigated that woman. Yes. Because the oppression in her ministry was so strange that it could not be explained. It took years for us to explain it with the scripture. Meanwhile, God was insisting that that was insisting that the thing would be manifested. A woman will be preaching and then she will raise her hand and then she will be suspended by the powers of the glory of God in the next session. Those things that, that Moses saw on the mountains, the woman experiences it. She will come into a city and her evangelism is evangelism by power. <laughs> Your own is evangelism by power mobilization. Let's invite people, let's do our part. No, her own is evangelism by power, by the move of power. It's not people call it's the move of power. She will come, she will say, I need some few elders from your church that will carry with me in prayer. He said, and 
when they came to the city of Hartford, they prayed. He said that the power of God will sweep through the city. That the power of God will sweep through the streets. That scoffers, mockers, they will know that there is a God that is alive. And they testified and said that God came wonderfully. He said a certain man came in that city and he came to the meeting and he was doubting. And the word of the Lord was coming from his mouth and he refused to say, He said the Lord struck him down and he fell under power in a trance as if he was dead. And the Lord refused to leave him until he, he testified of what God was doing. When he testified, a young boy fell under power and began to prophesy. A group of young people said, the, There is a move of God. All the time they are praying here, all the, let's see them. They went to another city to organize a party. It was in that party without any preacher. There was no preacher. They, they, they wanted to put sound. As they put sound, the Holy Ghost invented a party. No preacher, no minister, no worship. And they were, they were filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. What can God do with a mighty man? What can God do? What can God do? Where, where was Elijah first? We didn't know his story. We just heard Elijah to teach right. That is of inhabitants of Gilead appeared and said, Before the Lord God, whom I was. Where was Moses first? You don't know. At age 40, he disappeared. The next time we heard about him was age 8. What happened in 40 years? They saw the future. They saw a tiny 
they, are, they were given an idea by the teacher of the Holy Ghost. Into the things that are eternal in scope, they were carried. That's why men like Paul spoke the way they spoke. He said, I was in the desert of Arabia. And in the desert, he said, I didn't commune with anybody. I came down. He said, by, by revelation, the things that were eternal in scope were communicated to me. He came out the last man in the spirit. His testimony is what we still bear even in the end of the time. John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard the voice say unto me, Come up here, I will show you things that will happen even to the end of the time. What men are this? We are their first. Why are you worthless? We need to know the things about that man that did business with God in deep places. It's not this thing people do. When you leave, you are forgotten. After 30, 10 years, you are forgotten. No. There were men that never preached the gospel, but they were counted among the heroes of faith. Are you with me? The woman of Zerapath, the one that received her death back to life, was counted among the heroes of faith. Meanwhile, there were men that received bountiful of blessings. They were never mentioned here. But the woman was mentioned. She carried him. He was so robust that the man of God said, What is wrong with this woman? The Lord has hidden it from me. If that was the dimension of the oppression that was there. The woman knew that it was her faith. The dimension of conviction that she had about the person and oppression of God was such that he was able to summon reaction from God. Even the servant of the man of God came and brought God like this. And we really thought it was about the things he learned in school. He wrote nothing happened. He had to be said, let me go and find out. The man of God said, the women, they receive what? Because this man knew that their life was, it is a testimony. It is, it is, it seems as if men that saw them in the natural way think that they are living the life more than they were living. No, what you didn't know is that the life of a man of the spirit is like a story God is telling. Are you with me? So when Moses appears in the wilderness and raises, he raises a staff like this, and then a serpent coils around him, and any man that looks upon him, is you that thought he was just a, a, a normal event. He's a life in the spirit. And because he's a life in the spirit, he becomes a mirror image of that thing that is about to come. So when Jesus appeared, he said, as Moses raised the serpent, even so, the son of man, the one, every man that allowed God to, to use him and walk in the spirit and live the life of faith, what is, it, what is manifest with the objects through his life is that in the coming seasons will be a testimony of them to come. That according as this man lived, that is how I want the generation to walk. Are you with me? So sometimes the feelings and working of God upon the life of, of a man will be God's feeling upon a generation. A man will embody the hunger and desire, the past of a generation. Anytime he appears, his life. Are you with me? His life becomes the desire of the generation. Just like we said yesterday, there we come. The way he is clothing, the, the movement, the, the food he eats. <laughs> we just, we, so, he has been molded into the image of his mantis. He has to be like that. He has to be like that 
so that every single thing about his life will be a representative of divine purpose manifest from his life. Are you with me? The book of Hebrews said that even the physical tabernacle had in themselves certain tokens of divine service. Meaning that it was because Moses paid attention to the things that God told him. He began to hold things from the eternal realm. He began to mirror it. Are you with me? Because the life we live upon the face of the earth is accurate to the extent that we are able to mirror divine order and dimensions. You are, there is nothing new about you. The scripture said, before you enter your mother's room, I was, I knew this, and I will take this. So your ordination and the things that formed and forged the entity that is you, beyond the natural that man sees, is an eternal mind, eternal dimension, eternal, eternal substance. So for me to understand you, and for you to understand yourself, you need to go to the mother realm and begin to see yourself as God sees you. The dimension of the price that you will pay and the alignment that you will bring yourself to be able to bring God's mandate to manifest upon the time realm, fulfilling the agenda and the purposes of God through your life, will, will be forgotten or will be achieved to the extent that you have aligned. You need to see the body that is in the heart of God. You see, the I appeared and said, I cannot speak. He said, I'm but a child. He said, Don't say that. I am the one that knew thee. I first thee in your mother's womb and I knew thee. I obtained thee a prophet. Let no man say, I cannot. When the Holy Ghost shall matter you with me, let no man say, I cannot. When the Holy Ghost shall subdue your weakness, let no man say, I cannot. When God is working, He said, I refuse to speak, but His words we are like fire shut up in my voice how many of you is under the sound of my voice and the Holy Ghost is prompting you to step out the Holy Ghost is prompting you to take the action the Holy Ghost is prompting you to move out but you say I cannot he said my words are like fire shut up in your voice
the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood. You don't understand what is happening here. You don't understand. It is different from the oppression that is found in the new covenant. Follow me, follow me now, follow me, follow me. In the new covenant, the things you touch, if indeed you touch them, we are real. And they are the real essence of the things that we live. But in the old covenant, these men have to live in certain way that they live. So that they will mirror the coming dimensions of the Christ. Are you with me? So when Moses lived in a certain way, he has to live that way. So that he will mirror a certain dimension of the coming Christ. Meanwhile, for you, the Christ has come. What you need is to mirror your own after Christ. But they have to live in a certain way. That is why some people, are you with me? In the old covenant, God has to insist that some people have to be some kind people and live in a certain way. He will insist. He will insist not just that you do things for him, but he will do it in a certain way. He said, he told Moses, build according to what? Build according to Father. Because the things I'm about to do to you are the components of, of a missing garden. There is a church that is coming. There is a tabernacle, a temple. And the, the construction, the texture eh, of that tabernacle, it will be mirrored in the things that you do. If you make mistakes, are you with me? Then there will be a fracture in the coming age. That is why when Moses overdid what he did, he, he, he didn't know it was beyond him and beyond the people he was trying to do those things for. It was about a, a mirroring of a dimension of the coming Christ. And that thing he did it like that, it seemed as if he was part of the whole story. You know what? Those things he did have to be cooperative. So that the justice system of God will be satisfied. Are you not getting the point? Yes, sir. So when God puts pressure on you to live in a certain way, it is because there is a demand, a certain standard that is set for a certain entity in the spirit, so that you will be able to fulfill a certain assignment. He has to put that pressure on you, so that the claims of justice will be fulfilled and the rank and status will be awarded to you to deliver on that assignment. You will want to be any person. But the assignment will make it a certain kind of person. Are you not seeing it? If it is not for the assignment and the demand that the purposes of God has placed upon your life, you can decide to be whoever you are. But there is a demand. And, and that demand makes you a, it puts demands on you that will make you a certain kind of man. By the time you finish, by the time you are halfway through, you will not recognize the man that started. The man that started was a weak man. The man that started was a liar. The man that started was a man full of God. But the man that is now in the middle is a man that is tamed and weak. So that you will be able to take the mold and the shape that it will take for you to deliver on the assignment. The man that started was, was filled with pornography, addiction, sickness, all kinds of things. The man that is where we are now have not taken drugs in the last 10 years. The reason why you have to become that kind of man is because he has to mirror the dimension that God has obtained for you to manifest in your generation. You will become a living example. Remember, the scripture says that we are living a business. What does it mean? It means that a certain time will come and men doesn't have literally to go to the scriptures. That men that live there today will become a testimony of the life that is in the scripture. So that if you want to know how scripture will be lived, certain men live it. Are there things in the scripture? 
up men living and they will become living in pieces. No more in books, but men living day to day. You look at their life and certain things that were written in scripture are good. Some of them never knew any man can live like that. They are not people that never knew, they never understood what is growing until they encountered you. Is it not true? They use so they can explain it in church and say, This is growing, this is it. But <laughs> you can only give lecture on theoretical basis and say God grants you experience into the, the dimensions of it. Then the texture and authority of your delivery will change because there is something experience across to a man when he teaches. He teaches beyond head knowledge. He will try to bring you even to the experience that he himself has passed through. He knows what is important even in the whole lecture. Are you with me? The man bereft of experience will be emphasizing on the minor. But the man that has experience will know the key points. He will know the one that is first, the one that is evil, the one that is last. Because he has been passed through the same process. He is a man that is that is tossed with the infirmity, the demand of their generation. Are you with me? By the time you are through, you will become another man. Because the demands of where God is taking you to does not, it does not recognize all your weaknesses. It does not recognize your excuses. It does not recognize what is happening in our generation. Yes, a man can live God even in this evil generation. Your calling will make you to that kind of man. When are you with me? Yes, oh. In the days of Noah, he has to live that certain kind of life. The whole world was moving one direction and one man was moving another. What did that man see? I need us to see what men saw. What got that man that did business with God in what? In deep places. It is those things that made them do what they did. And when they found out the importance that is in the heart of God, one of the things that he prepared them to do is to begin to see the equipment. The, the mercy, the, the might it takes to deliver on that assignment. You are not seeing it yet. If you have seen it, there is a way you cry for might. Even your Savior looked at the enormous assignment that was before him. He said, is it not possible that this God pass over me? The answer that they gave him when he prayed well, are you with me? Was that they strengthened him, they released the spirit of might upon him. Because when it seems as if it's the, an assignment is too big for you, the answer is not to draw back. The answer is to what? Cry for might. Cry for might. Cry for might. What you need? Jerry. in your village doesn't recognize this or ecclesiastical blessing. I'm telling you the truth. You see, I you saw where I was warning you in the street. I've already sent warning. Come back and start doing this thing now. 
this is what you should have done. And then you leave it and you do many things. Then 10 years later, you start doing what you should have done. People are like that. They will think they will forge a path for themselves. Only for them to find out many years later when the Holy Ghost has finally conquered them. I'm telling you, it took God five years to conquer me on the matter. I don't like it. Meanwhile, you can like it. You can receive 10 years. It's your choice. You need to find out what God has made. You didn't get the point of me. People like Moses decided it was better to be the throne of Egypt. The living throne on the whole hemisphere of the, of the earth. He should be ruling like this. He said it's better to suffer. It's not just that he rejected it. He rejected it to go and suffer. Ah! Gloria, have me explain this thing. It is, you can't explain it with anything that is, that is natural. That is why I'm trying to take you to the modern realm, the eternal realm. That is where you can be able to see things that bother people. When you see things from that perspective, you will now understand why we have to live a certain kind of life. Why we have to forsake certain kind of things. You know, the Christians in church forsake the world who this thing. Why do you need to do it? You need to be carried to a realm. And then what you will see there will zap up all the desires you have for everything that is in there. Some of us are, are not trying not to live like the world. We pity the world because of the way they live. Because the things we have seen has shown us that they, 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 they are dead, they are dying, they are wretched. The things we have seen, we have tasted of the glories of heaven and we became intoxicated with the things that is coming from that realm. The, the chambers of his glory was opened up to us and then everything that was with them was placed in our mouths. Eh? Our spiritual test world was recalibrated and then we began to test for things that is eternal. The things we began to do after that time was not as a result of compulsion. Are you with me? That was the testimony of the one that wrote the book of Romans. He said that the love of God constrained us. From this season always, it was not because of rules and regulations, because you listen, no. There is something that occurred. There is a drastic encounter that men had, and then it in their hearts. After many years, men saw Paul. Are you with me? He stood before a great and the heavy man that was ruling in the territory. He said them, he told them, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. There is a heavenly vision. Touch your people said, You need to see and experience the things that bothered men, that did business with God in deep places. Tell your neighbor again. You need to see and experience the things that bothered men, that did business with God in deep places. When you see it, you will now find out, first of all, that this mortality is a bundle. That's the first thing you realize. Have you not realized it? You have not prayed before, and you know that you need to pray more. 
Somebody met me, said, Meanwhile, that this is the most consistent period of his life. His work with God. This is the most consistent. Well, have you not noticed that as you now get consistency, that the demand will increase? What is wrong? We need to understand it. Are you not getting the point? So, at the first thing it brings to you is that you now realize that this mortality, this humanity, mortality, infirmity is, is a disturbance. Meanwhile, by the spirit, yeah? mortality is a light to bear. By the spirit. That's the testimony of the scripture. By the spirit. By the spirit, a man can be suspended and pray for three days. Have you prayed for six hours straight? You need to. <laughs> Not by your own strength, because some people will see me and say, "Pray for me. I want. I want to." Like somebody here now, he's sitting here now. He met me after service last week and said, "I listened to your message, and what I heard is that you gave a young man something, and the thing was too much for him." He said, let me tell you, give me my own. It won't be too much. <laughs> <laughs> what some people don't know is that we used to struggle for 10 minutes. To pray 10 minutes. Hey! You pray, 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 pray. Check time. It's one minute that passed. Has it not happened to you? Then the days you decided, I mean, you broke record that day. You now pray for one hour. When you wear your clothes and you are coming out, you'll be, you be like, didn't you now pray for one hour? Are you not feeling this? Are you not feeling this thing? Is it not true? That, that day you prayed it in Kabul. I remember the first message you sent me on WhatsApp. You were telling me of how you people were praying. When I saw how far the journey is, I didn't want to disturb you. It's now you now started the journey that you now realize how far the journey is. You know why some people think they can make it? They have not been on the journey yet. When they put you on the journey, you will not do anything. You start crying for strength and might. don't want to fear. I don't want to be anointed and then my after five years, they, they will testify about me. Do you know the testimony they gave about Saul? They said, it was as if Saul was not anointed. The seed of the mighty was broken. Say, let the mountains of Giba be cursed. For the day that the anointed was about to be killed, they did not rise up to defend him. That there is a certain way the anointed one should not die. But we have seen it in our time, in our generation, that the anointed die like ours. We need to, are you with me? We need to understand what makes men so mine. I said, this topic is as a result of the fact that I cried last week. I cried, I told God, I want to finish well. Show me his secrets. And he said that the, the number one thing, there are many things, I won't tell you before, the number one is that you will receive the strength that we capture and subdue all the weaknesses that you. There are many weaknesses that are lost. Many things you know you should do to be able to stand, you won't do it. Things will come your way and they will 
greatest demand on your character. And on that day, you the pressure will be so much that you will take a decision that will be adverse to your calling and your destiny. Meanwhile, it is not as if you want to. If you meet those people, they will tell you they don't have any choice. Are you with me? You are not with me. They are certain, let me use first, they are certain pastors that err, not because they want to. I know of many, I know why. I know one that started somewhere that he doesn't collect offering, he doesn't do anything. Eh? The way he survives is that when he finishes, if they draw plantain, he has to be carried, and him and his children will be eating. Until, until life presented things to him that his strength was not able to carry. Huh? Then he changed. He changed so much that he loved money. To the point, you know, I'm not saying he like money, he love money. I won't tell you the testimonies of the things he did about money because loving money is not equal to, in fact, people that don't have money love money more. That's what I'm found out. Yes, no. These people that don't have money that love money. People that really have money, they can leave it and be doing other things that is important. That is why you should understand the place of money, why you need to have money. The reason why you need to have money is so that you have time for God. Somebody was telling, I, after, I, I wrote something on, on Facebook and somebody came and said that how can you reduce the prophetic dimensions of God to the things that is with them? And I asked the person, how, what is your work? The, the person works from 8 to 5 in the night. <laughs> he will live, if you are in Lagos, you live by 4 or 5. Then the traffic will hold you till eight nine, and then you wake up and say, "Jesus, I thank you." Read for and then sleep, and you say, "Is that person not under the grip of Mammon?" Mammon, he doesn't know that Mammon has captured his 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 the strength of his mind. He has captured the, the most important dimensions of his day. He, he just think, just because he doesn't talk about money, doesn't mean he doesn't understand the functionalities of Babylon. Babylon enters subtly. If you make you subject to their oppressions without you knowing, you never from morning to night just to make ends meet. You don't understand Babylon. That is what, what you need is to have money so you have time for God. So that if they say we are meeting by four, you come by four. If they are living by eight, you live by eight. There are people that are not affording. If, if you do it, you will go hungry that day. You are serving money. You need to trust God to break up from that cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And that is why this generation has to be delivered from now. That is why we, the, the kingdom must gravitate to a place where we break the cycle of 8 to 5. I believe that. How many of you believe it with me? Yeah, we will break the cycle of 8 to 5. Because when you come sometimes, the reason why we make progress here is that men have been charging this place this morning. Okay, you come here tired. Even you say you are coming to, to Ginger, is it not to, to, to come up? That's what we Imagine if you come up and come like that and they gave you money and you are the one starting. That means we won't do business today. We will dwell in no place. That is how they examine your energy in that place. You come tired, come. Many things happen during the day. You just come. Not because you want. It is money. If you had option, are you with me? If you had option, you just walk. You don't know how they walk abroad. They walk by time. 
calculator say we pray from four to six, study from six to seven thirty, go to work, do the first one, four hours. You go, do your afternoon lunch, pray, rest more, meditate, and the visions and ideas of God will flood your heart. You go back and work three more hours. Stop by four. Come and gather yourself. You sometimes come here 30 minutes before time. Try it. You will notice that that day you will benefit more. Because you'll be able to gather yourself out of the day's activities and fix yourself faster to what God is doing. If you come late, you will notice that if we take you time to even understand what we are doing, you will struggle to follow. If it's not the way we do here, like the way that guy he did you the other day, if you don't understand the way you do, you will even be offended. They, they will call oh, my friend, and they will teach you to what God is doing. There are some places you will go. They will even allow you to crawl. And you go to church for three months. There is no, there is no improvement in your life. Are you not born? Let's tell ourselves the truth. Be pace as you are moving. Eh? In your life. That's not how God set it in the kingdom. How many years have you been born again now? A time in antiquity. antiquity. It has been so long he forgot. Don't laugh. Because I know when you got born again and I know I know how much you should have improved. Where are the people laughing? You are going to Bible school now. It is when you finish you now realize that. The answer is not like Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Let them go and get the knowledge. It's good. When they now come out, they will now see that that thing counts for little, very little. It's something, but it counts for little. It counts for so little that anyway, the one you went for is good, but there is the other one. And atheists can go there successfully finish. There are many Bibles with 80 percent. And atheists, Muslim, all kinds of people can pass through it and finish. But the reason why I say your own is good is because I know that they do seven hours beginning in talks. If you are atheist, it will show. <laughs> you know why we pray the way we pray? You can easily know an outsider when you come here, is it not you? You don't need to ask. You can easily know. When we start, you know outsiders. If you are, if you are an outsider, we know. Because men will take, take position and be changing their side. And then the, an outsider will be like, what is happening here? Hey, Jesus, save me, you Going through the person, both anger, both sadness, both dissatisfaction, both who are this, what are they, doing, all kinds of things will be going. Then after 30 minutes, you will now start seeing the Holy Ghost zapping through the environment, zapping, zapping, moving, moving. Sometimes that day, sometimes after two days, humility will start entering. You will now start saying, God, see my sister, this thing is good. 
If it's true, I don't want to follow it. I'm hoping it's true. If it's true, I don't want to follow them and be free. I know nothing is happening to me. But if it's true, don't be helping me small, small. I was in your shoe. Many years ago, I was in your shoe. So I understand. When I see those people, I understand. But meanwhile, you will know. Because this man will climb shit and say, I will leave you behind and climb to the heights of Zion. <laughs> you wonder what are these people saying? Until one day the spirit will enter you. Is it said the spirit Then you begin to understand. You will now see that the understanding, there is what we call spiritual understanding. Say spiritual understanding. There is nothing cognitive training can give you on that basis. It is things that you lay hold of that is communicated to you as a result of the experiences and things you touch in the spirit. And any attempt to try to and decipher, demystify those things in the natural, you will experience a fracture. Eh? You will experience a fracture. Because these things are are embodiments and tokens of your presence of a person that is fundamentally spiritual. Are you with me? According as the scripture testified in the book of John chapter 4, he said that for God is what? Spirit. What is the consequence of that? The implication of God being a spirit is that they that will worship him will do so. What? That's the challenge. The consequence of God being a spirit is that the content, the mode, eh? the uh, facilities, the oppression, we have to be spiritual for you to touch, for you to say you worship. You know, you, I don't know how long you have been, so you know, we can come and do praise and worship. You, I don't know the names they gave it. I need to tell you. That when you finish that three or four hours, it's possible that the God content that was there is not more than ten minutes. I was there, I'm not saying this thing to you to understand me. The reason why I'm here is that I was bothered and God sent me to help people like me. Who have stayed in church for ten years and began to wonder, is this all that is to God said? Is this how we are going to continue? Now like this we go the day. Meanwhile, sometimes you will be carried in your visions and you have some encounters and you will have an eye view, small, of the things that God can do and the things that He even wants to do through you. You look at the natural. Is it like this we are going to get there? I was brought at you. And I began to ask a new question. You see, God is not a talkative, but He can answer any question. So the first thing that you need, first of all, learn how to ask questions. If you don't know how to ask questions, you will receive an answer. You know, some people say, I, I don't hear God, I don't know how to hear. One of the major reasons is that you don't know how to ask questions. Have you not noticed there are things you ask me I won't answer? There is one more thing I want to bring up for people. For people. I don't even know how I will be able to show you what we need to see today. He said, 
I used to say that if you think you are weak, that is what qualifies you for strength. It's a matter of fact. Every man that thinks he can do anything in himself is not yet qualified for God to start using him. <laughs> yes. Go and ask people like Jacob. Jacob was wise. He was able to maneuver his way through many things. There is a preaching I would have given to you. I gave my brother the other day. The scripture testified to us about a man called Nathaniel. Who is Nathaniel? If I ask you now, you say he's one of the disciples of Jesus. You are not. Who is Nathaniel? I don't have time. Maybe one day we'll go to his. Do you know who is Nathaniel? He was the one that the scripture testified about Jesus speaking. He said, Behold an Israelite in whom there is what? No guy. Meanwhile, after that, the scripture began to say that the man believed. And Jesus said, Ah, just because I told you this, you believe. He said, Don't worry, after now you will yet see the glory of God. And what does he say? He said that you will see the angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Now, you will not understand that scripture until you go to the source code. The source code of that scripture was the encounter that a man had. You know, I was telling you about Jacob, that the scripture testified that a certain people, out of their weakness, was made what? Jacob was strong for many seasons. So when we go to the source code, one of the things we find out is that there is a man called Jacob and his identity in the spirit is God. Meanwhile, there was an encounter that he had before he had that encounter. One of, are you with me? In that encounter, he said, he saw the heavens open and the angels ascending and descending. He said, he looked upon him and he saw Yahweh sitting there. That was the same thing that Jesus told Nathaniel. That you will yet see the angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man, you know, and dictating to him the season that is about to come, that via the Son of Man, that every man that um, um, has received a certain heart posture will experience the open heavens of God. Because the Son of Man, his principal ministry is to bring the dimensions of God's open heaven. Are you with me? Meanwhile, the man Nathaniel had a an accreditation from Jesus. He said, Behold, an Israelite. In whom there is what? Okay. That means they have posture that men have. Their motives, the content of their heart affects the, uh, the possibilities that they have in engaging God. Are you with me? So two people will engage God on the same basis, the same platform, the same possibility, the same window was open to them, but what they will experience in that thing, the extent to which they will profit from the vista that God has opened is dependent on the atmosphere that they take. Are you with me? He said, This is an Israelite in whom there is no God. Meanwhile, the man that had that experience before was known as the supplanter. In fact, the name Jacob means God. So, when Nathaniel was giving that promise, he, 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 he was an Israelite in whom Jacob was taken away. So when a man 
has come to a point where Jacob is taken away from him, then he will experience all dimensions of God's open heaven. Are you with me? Meanwhile, I need to tell you about Jacob too. Because it was Jacob that was taken away so that Nathaniel would be able to experience the open heavens of God and will be endowed with the largeness of heaven. So much so that you will forget that you are weak. You will forget that you are a lady. You will forget. Are you see? When you begin to speak for God, you will, I will, person like me will forget that my name when I was small, nine years old, is Chedubobu. Doc, I know you don't understand this. I just hope you understand the whole language because if I explain it in English, it will lose its meaning. It will lose its meaning. My name is Jacob. They will be touching me like this. Stop, stop. You know they talk. Why you know they talk? Why you don't why you don't be here observing us, looking at us? You won't talk. I finish the whole of problem one. I, I don't talk. The only thing I can do there that was soldier is to ball. Finish. After to ball, you're your own. That's where we can do something. I will remove me from there. So he said that he sees that son. And then started asking, is it the same shape we know? I said, out of weakness was what? I don't care about your weakness. We... No, I said, if you go to heaven, I said, I am weak. I am from this family. They will say, we don't recognize this thing. What we see in you is strength. What we see in you is a prince. What we see in you is a warrior. What we see in you is a mighty man. Are you with me? What we see in you is a conqueror. What we see in you is a testimony and a testament to a generation. You come and say, I am weak. That weakness is what qualifies you to begin to experience the deep dimensions of God's empowerment. Walking inside of a man. Because if men see a strong man being used by God, it doesn't offer us much of an example. It is not much of a model. But when we begin to see a man, some of you have lived with me. You have seen me hungry. Is it not? You have seen me. You have seen me displeased. You have seen me angry. You have seen me hungry. You have seen me everything. So when you see me strong, you will know that I'm a normal man like you. That God has worked for So if you didn't see me like that, you will not have hope. You will not believe that God can help a man. You will not know that there were days a man was weak. Are you with me? If you knew me before, well, probably I was proud, probably I was timid, probably I was weak, probably I can't talk, probably I can't do anything. And then you see me now, and the grace and strength of Jehovah is now forced into my being. And I become an embodiment of might. Then it will be obvious for you that on that day the scripture is fulfilled before you. Just like Jesus said, this day this scripture to feel that out of weakness many we are made strong are you weak you are qualified for strength when I was young they testified about it certain people were saying and you are not too wise and not that but when my father many years later my father sent me to go and pastor a church do you know what he told me he didn't tell me you are anointed that's why you will succeed he said, you are wise. 
that's why you will succeed. I was not like that before. I was not like that. Out of foolishness, God will make out a wise man. People will try to trace the source of your wisdom, they cannot. Because it is a product of encounters, foolish people convictions. Your pressure cannot be demystified by anything that is natural. When they begin to trace you naturally, they can't get it. They will have to go to the source code, the eternal dimensions of God's work. That is what God wants to bring you into. Are you with me? He will be a messenger.
when I learned the secret, even now, that is what I'm. You know, the why some people, your uh, many people are trying to say, God did this one, you are not strong enough. When you become strong enough, even as they don't like you, they will admit that you have become too strong. You have become too strong for envy. Are you with me? You have become too strong for persecution. If not, they will persecute you till you lose your calling. You, know? you don't know what I'm saying. They will push you to suffering, push you, push you until you stop. But when you cry in the night and the cancer that is holding your mother this, that day you have become too strong. When you cry in the night and your father that doesn't have a way to feed you people, eh, you, receive, you will tell him that you will receive a contract today. Eh? At least 100,000 and he comes back with 120,000. He will tell you. He will tell you tomorrow, as as you are going, as you are coming here, he will tell you do you have transport. He will tell you, but he will give you transport. Whatsoever you are doing is now working. I tell you, they hope I'm right. There is a higher level of 
Just as we shall have a higher level. They don't need to meet in the night and give you cake physically. No. In the night, when they, when they cook the territory, they obey the territory, you, you will start flying. Now, this is the point I'm also going. I needed to touch it. He said, and others had trial of cruel mockings and what? Scorches. Yet, moreover, bones and imprisonment. You can't only be talking about the things you can do, you also talk about the things that can will be done to you. There are people that suffer one tenth of what you suffer and they die. Yes. There are people that suffer one tenth of what you suffer, they backslide. Why is not killing you is what Satan doesn't understand. There is a way Satan wants you to behave. Do you know? You don't know. The least of the ways he wants you to behave is to start operating like the flesh. You will try to get, are you with me? You will try to get retribution by the flesh. And there are a few things you can do by the flesh. And then you will gain your masculinity. You will not, they will not say, ah, you are here. No. When you are strengthening on the inside, it will seem that thing that can shake somebody down, it will seem as if nothing happens. Have you seen where they beat the ego? Eh? There is a testimony that our people used to give about the ego. He said that the rain that beat the ego just went and washed away the ego, made it cleaner than it was before. But if you if you beat your head, your native chicken, cold will kill him. But for the ego, the ego just became neater. The rain that was supposed to beat down the ego washed him out. And it became pure, like the scripture said, your faith being tried in patience came out as what? Pure gold. The thing that was supposed to bring you down purified your faith. You became an entity, somebody that men can testify of the genuineness of the work of God upon your life. See, so when we are growing and we paid all the kinds of things that was happening to us, we, I, I, we didn't know that the day will come like this. We are a generation. We be baptized with our spirits. If I say let's start praying now, the baptism is such that even physically you will receive a hunchback. <laughs> if we say let's start praying now, you will do like this. Is a spirit oh? Is a spirit oh? Oh, is a spirit oh? If if you try it. You have not started praying. When you start praying, you will be doing like this. You will know what is even my mother has done. He said, they, stole, they were stoned, they were son and son. Do you know what it means? They brought them like this. You saw and divided them. We are tempted, we are still with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and ghosting. Be destitute, afflicted, tormented. Of whom what? 
So they said the people have reached there and they are killing me. My brother, inside where we are saying, we did we did that an intelligent security meeting in the morning. We finished praying, but we did security meeting. We started, I know you don't believe this. We look for weapons, brought some few spare, spares that is in the house. We are regretting that there was no call. So you don't That's I'm telling you. Well, I didn't know me. I prayed through the night. I will pray after the morning. I was even waiting for the time. I told my mother, I want, I, I want to die some years ago. She said, God forbid, I rebuke it for you. But there is a reason why we speak the way we speak. It's not going to get better. People don't die because they face death. They die because they, are not, they don't have minds. When a man is very strong, you don't die. The people that die are weak people, though. That is why that scripture you spoke. He said, Rachel weak for her children. Eh? Because the truth is that her children were slaughtered. What is the challenge? The challenge was in the days that throws you are fighting. Eh? You decided to be a child. And when a man becomes weak and a child, in the days that throws you are fighting, you become victims of the, the confrontation of throws. Are you with me? Don't be weak or you become a victim. You need to be mighty. Might is not just to fight. Might is when you become mighty and strong, there are many warfare that will run away from you. You don't know there are many people that is afraid of you. Try it. If you gym, gym now and your chest is like this, and you are passing on the road, there are many. You see some of these people that are saying they, they know they hear them. Not before you. Those days there is a guy that used to be macho, he used to be 60 plus in UNM. If he gives his chest is like this, he will come up, come out to the where we play football and use one of his fingers and carry two people on his back. One finger, carry two people on his back and be doing pressure. Hey! All of us will come out and be clapping, clapping. That guy, you are conscious is not for him. He will gather all of you and slap you. Are you not getting the point? God is for weak people like you. After they collected my phone, one day I became strong in God. I was not moving through long tennis by 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I was looking for the guy that collected my phone. I want to let me see how your God may work. When a man is full of mind, even if you shoot him, God, you don't go enter. Even if God says that that is the day you will die, you will die in glory, you won't feel it. Yes, we are not afraid of death. The reason why men are afraid of death is because there is no might inside of them. When might has killed them, the scripture spoke about this name. They said they watch violence in fight. In fight. When you enter warfare, that's why if they shoot one, all of you will hide. In the days, if you see real warfare, there is one warfare movie I watched. If that shooting of men are dying, others are saying, their leader will be shouting, be going. People are dying, they are going. What prevents me be going to where people will die? Jesus help my generation over. I told you people earlier in the year, anywhere you see me, I will be collecting offering. Yeah? I will be collecting offering of Matthias. I will drop offering box and be collecting offering. You have lived too long. We need your box. We need your 
with your cups. We need. Are you with me? And I found out if you if you count yourself as dead in it, if you count yourself, if you live in such a way that this your life is not something that Satan can use and change you. You know what? You will not die. People like Jesus, do you know all the things he did when they say what to say? Like, now me, it's me that wanted to die. You didn't hear me. People like Jesus decide because of the assignment that was given to him that it is expedient that he now dies. He said, I laid down my life. You are not the one that killed me. You can't kill me. Paul kept the point. He said that you can't. Nobody can kill me. You can't kill me. I am the one that can. What does this man know? They carried John and put on the island of Patmos, and he had the greatest encounter ever. They are not with you. What my knee was put in prison. That's where he did the greatest ministry inside prison. They are not with you. For the man that understands this thing. Nothing is a limitation, nothing is a weakness, nothing is a disadvantage. He takes advantage of every disadvantage. For men that understand this, if they do the right thing during this lockdown, there are ministries that shut down because of lockdown. And there are those that actually became something because of this lockdown.
and a woman came and said, There is a man here, you see my seat, you see. Nobody has seen. He has not seen sunlight for three days, neither has he eaten for three days. He said, Give me this sauce, give me this sauce, oh God. Then he by all means. After three days, he will collect your heart. He will come and tell Charles, he tell Charles, I have collected your heart from the gods of the gates of hell. And then Charles will speak and men will be caught in their hearts. When Charles speaks, many people will enter. There is a place that they call the room of inquiry. People, people, he said that they do so searching. You know, people say that there is no way you get one again. Pray. That is why their, their, their born again experience does not last. Because when that get born again in those days, it was by encounter. Their soul was searched. And the things, their weakness, the things that will hamper their growth in God was searched up and dealt with. By the time they surrendered to Jehovah, it was always done. There was nothing limiting them. It is because there were no rooms of empire now. That's part of this. That's where we are going to. A season will come. When, when we come for altar call, we stay for people. We stay with people in the room of empire. Sometimes for two weeks. What is happening? We will search out all your weaknesses. That's why somebody is born again and masturbation is still holding him after two years of being born again. Lies, all kinds of things because he didn't enter the room of empire. That is where the Holy Ghost will, with the convicting power searches out and conquers all your weight. When you come out, you are, you are really born again. You will be moving without obstruction and weights in your heart. Men that come born again in the meetings of Charles G.P., they say that 70% of them or thereabouts stay through to the end because of the weight. And the man that is called Adanash. Adanash. But the scripture said that their ministry, those mighty men, they were not counted complete. Have you heard of men like William Brown? Brown will enter South Africa and begin to use word of knowledge and call them in their native names. Brown, you have not heard of Brown. When he begins to minister like this, a, a halo, a light, a glow will stand on his head. A human being like you. He was operating in the same dimension of angelic means. Are you with me? William Branham. Who is Branham? Who is Branham? People like, 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 like Charles Wesley. John Wesley. John Wesley will appear and preach here three times. They will stone him and continue preaching. Preach until on the seventh day, three thousand gave their life to Christ. Who is John Wesley? Who is John Wesley? Have you not heard? You have not heard. They are men. <laughs> they are men, mighty men that walk this path. Men like Paul. Men like Peter. Men like David. They are things that you are not aware of. Some of them we are born in the Catholic Church of those days. You have not heard of them. Saint Augustine of people. These are the men that stood and made sure that the testament and testimony of the doctrines of the scripture was not corrupted by men. Are you hearing me? These are heavy men, they stood, and the scripture still said that they were not complete because we are not there. I say your rank is waiting for you. The fire has not yet been filled because you have refused to rise up to the mighty men that God has ordained you. He said, These men were not made complete because you are not there. You are the one that is stopping the complete movement of God. Men like Ashley Shopesi in the Hosa. 
spirit we did was to raise a man from the dead. Men like Apostle Ayo Papa that went and came and co- converted a whole branch of witches. But the scripture said, Yes, they are not meant for peace because you are not there. These are the raw call of mighty men. Somebody put your name there in one minute. Tell God if you will. 